Hello, and welcome to Serrated Edge. I am Gavin Snyder, and this is the first episode of a Halloween series called Scarrated Edge. Okay. Um, this episode is Math Class of Doom. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm going to give you the story behind this. So, during math class today, um, since Halloween is, like, tomorrow, um, well, it is when I made this, um, we, everyone was telling all their scary stories, and I was thinking that since I was planning on making a scary serrated edge thing, might as well take these and put them on the show. So, I did, and this is the results. No, Caroline's not ready. She's still slurping her whatever it is. Okay, so, let me share the screen. This story, to show you where the story takes place, so you have an idea, perspective of where... Where are you? Come see hey, me. Excuse me. Please don't be talking. Thank you. So this story takes place in a place called the Ozarks. And you see the state of Missouri. It's almost in the center of the country. And that red dot there, that's the Ozarks, the Ozark Mountains. And it's between Arkansas and Missouri. And there's a lot of Native Americans that live there. And it's a very beautiful area of the country. I've never been there, but I'd like to go someday. Anyway, so this is how the story goes. It, it happened on a dark Halloween night. Of course, all these things happen on a dark Halloween night. And there was three Native American boys, uh, Moses, Albert, and Marshall. And Moses and Albert were about the same age. Marshall was older, a bit older than them. And Marshall told them a story one night about um, the night before Halloween. He told them a story about this creature named a Wendigo. And a Wendigo is like a dragon-like creature like this one that pretty much only comes out on Halloween night and has to be a moonless night, so a very dark night. And it has wings, and it can breathe fire, okay? So it has kind of a, yeah, like a fire-breathing dragon with wings that flies. Now, the thing about this dragon is if it happens to see you and calls your name, it has like a really screechy voice, and if it calls your name, like if it goes, Emmanuel, then you better watch out because that dragon is going to come down and, and take him with you, and you may never see, nobody will ever see you again. So if you hear that screechy voice, that, uh, one of those yeah, right, see, Vita's scared already. Uh, it'll take no, you away. No, no, no. Uh, excuse me, and that'll be the end of you. So anyways, so one so on... It turned out that the Halloween night was a moonless night, a very dark one. And uh, Johnny, you seem very excited. What? What? Do you have a question? Well, okay, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I know all about the Wendigo because. Um, okay, well, let, yeah, let me tell my story. Okay. Okay. Thanks, and then you can, if you want to add in later. Anyway, so the three of them—Moses, Albert, and Marshall—were walking along. Uh, it got dark kind of early that night, and they were walking along a trail, and it was very dark. And uh, 
El- Moses and Albert were a bit nervous about the story that, that uh, Marshall had told them. And so Marshall said, hey, I, I got to go check something out. So he took off and the two, uh, Mo- Moses and Albert, are walking along. And then all of a sudden they hear a screeching noise and they hear, you know, Moses hears, Moses! And then Albert hears, Albert! And, you know, it scared the pants off them because they thought that the Wendigo was after them. And then, you know, Marshall was kind of a knucklehead. He jumps out from behind a tree. It's very dark. And all they see is this black body kind of jumping out. And it just scares the, uh, you know, the the bejesus out of the out of Moses and Albert. And then they figure out it's Marshall and they get really mad at Marshall and say, how could you do that to us? You really scared us. So. They say, we don't even want to hang out with you anymore. Moses and Albert said, you know, Marshall's not a very nice guy. We don't even want to be around him. So the two of them kind of walk off and leave Marshall alone. And so they're walking along the trail and they're heading back to their home. And then they're walking and then they they they, they feel like this rustle or kind of like a wind or something. And they, they kind of look up and they see like a really dark kind of mass they're not sure what they see but something really dark is it kind of goes over their heads and then they smell and it smells like something burning like uh i don't know like a like a barbecue or the kind of a sulfur smell and then all the all of a sudden they hear like a, a screeching voice and it says uh marshall and uh they hear a scream and they're they're scared and they run off but then they they realize that you know they go to marshall's house and marshall's not at his house and his mother asks you know have you guys seen marshall so they go back out and everyone's searching and nobody ever found marshall ever again he was gone forever so people think that maybe the wendigo might have been made an appearance that night this fellow right here i've got his head so he's not going to hurt anybody anymore that Wendigo went out and took care of business, and uh, Marshall, I guess, paid for uh, his meanness in some ways. Anyway, that's my story for you. There is a couple of questions, uh, Aggie. So, like Johnny, I kind of know a lot about the Wendigo. Oh, yeah? And, um, well, I heard that it has wings, but it drags you through the snow, usually. Ooh. Or it drags you along the ground until it takes you somewhere maybe if you're a little bit heavy it takes a while for it to get enough lift to take you off right i don't know yeah i think Uh, i heard a story like that it drags you through the snow until you have like really bloody feet yikes and then it takes you up that sounds even scarier than my story johnny did you have anything to add yes i did in fact okay so um there's a game that I really like to play, but anyway, every Halloween, there's a Halloween event, and they add the Wendigo into the game, and oh. it's really cool. You have to try to kill the Wendigo, but, um, and so I'm actually an editor of the Wikipedia for that game, but, um, so I, like, know all about the Wendigo, and that's my specialty, so, like, I know all about the Wendigo and its story and everything like that, and it's really oh, cool. Neat. It's a good story, I, isn't it? I didn't think anyone out better than me and a couple other people knew what the Wendigo was. But, yeah. Uh, Let's see. uh, Vita? I looked. I really like scary stories. Did you like that story? 
Yeah. Okay, good. I liked um, the bloody feet thing, too. Yeah, I think, you know what, uh, Aggie, I'm going to add the bloody feet to it. That's a good one. That'll make it even a better story. Okay, guys, I don't really... Mr. Glenn, who was driving along this road, and there, there was a thunderstorm, so it was really hard to see and hear everything because of the thunder and everything. Uh-huh. And um, his car didn't have a roof, so he decided to find the nearest place to take shelter. So he was driving along... And eventually he found a place because he was out in the mountains, so there wasn't any places that near. So eventually he found a graveyard with a church in it. So he walked through the graveyard and he went inside the church. And then he saw a flash of lightning and he saw something white. And then he sat down on one of the pews and then he decided... To, and so he sat down and um, tried to wait out the storm. But then he started hearing noises. <laughs> and he got really scared, so he ran out to his car. But then he kept getting colder and colder in the darkness and the wet rain because... Well, you know, it would be cold. So he went back inside the church, and he sat down again. And then the lightning flashed, and he saw something white again. But this time he saw a lot of white things. And he heard the noise again. And then the lightning flashed again, and he th- and then he realized that it was just a ton of sheep because the graveyard um, was also a sheep pasture. Most of these scary stories are uh, there's always a good explanation. That's a good one, uh, Vita. Um. For the scary, st- I have a scary story. Yeah, go on. Um, so there was this Alaya. Please be quiet. Um, so there was this little girl, and it was her birthday. She was celebrating, walking along, um, and some random guy gave um, gave her a doll, and he said, "Happy birthday." You can play with this doll. Just remember, always put it back in its box. It was a porcelain china doll. Okay. Um, so she played with it and put it back in its box and played with it and put it back in its box and played with it and put it back in its box. One day, when she played with it, she couldn't find its box, so she just left it there. <laughs> that night... Um, she heard, China doll, I'm in your hallway. China doll. China doll, I'm in your hallway. Ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caroline, you this story, Aggie? Um, 
China doll. China doll. Be quiet. Violet, let her say her story. I'm in your sister's room. China doll. And she heard a scream. And in the morning, she ran into her sister's room. And no. <laughs> she saw a bloody spoon. Ooh. Stabbed into her sister's bed. Pomegranate juice. <laughs> um, the next, so she got really scared, but she didn't tell her parents. Oh, I've, sorry. Um, it's been a little while since I've told this story. Um, this is not the dog looking one. I know the dog looking one. Um, no. Um, I just skipped a part accidentally. So the first night she, um, heard China doll. I'm in your kitchen. And she heard the clanging of pots and pans. Be quiet. Um, and she thought she had dreamed it the next morning. But when she went into the kitchen the next morning, there were pots and pans and stuff littered all over the floor. She cleaned everything up, um, but she realized that one spoon, one fork, one knife, and one spork were missing. Um, I don't and love that, the sporks. <laughs> it's the spork. Who has and a then, spork in their house? Me. Um, no, but I have but, a lot of sporks because I go camping a well, lot. We need to tell her story. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. Um... Again, her sister probably got whacked on the head with a spoon. Um, oh my god, yes. Um, the next night, she heard, China doll, I'm in your brother's room. China doll, I'm climbing onto his bed. China doll. And then, um, the next morning... Um, she saw a bloody fork, um, stabbed into her brother's bed. <laughs> um, the next night, so she got really scared, and she asked her parents if she could sleep in their room, and they said, sure. Um, the next night, she heard, chit be quiet! She heard, China doll. I'm in the hallway. China doll. A liar. I'm opening the door, and the door creaked open. She got really scared, but she fell back asleep somehow. Um, the next morning, she looked to her side and screamed. Um. Instead of her parents, there was a bloody spork in the bed. <laughs> the spork she needed both sides to kill her parents. Um, and the next, so she got really, really, really scared. Of course so she did. So she went to her spork. cousin's house. Her parents. Hey, Daniel, don't interrupt her. 
So she went to her cousin's house. The next night, of course, she heard Ch-ch-ch-china doll. I'm in the I'm in your cousin's house. Ch-ch-ch-china doll. I'm in the hallway. Ch-ch-ch-china doll. A liar! Ch-ch-ch-china doll. And the next morning she saw a spoon, a knife, a fork, and a spork. Because she had four cousins. She got really, 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 really scared. Vita, this is too long. When does it end? Almost almost done. Oh, good. Um, um, I have a really good one. The next night she heard, China doll. I'm at your doorstep. China doll. I'm in the hallway. China doll. And she screamed, What do you want from me? And she and the and she heard her voice saying, You didn't put me back in my box. <laughs> um and then she heard, I'm in your room. Um and the door creaked open. She looked but saw nothing there. And the girl said, please, I just couldn't find it. And the doll said, I don't care. Um, and she looked up and she saw the doll with a teeny tiny little box. I don't know how the doll killed her with the box, but she died. <laughs> and then the cast of What Would You Do comes in. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I tell one now, please? Wait, wait, hold on, just a moment. Um, I'm gonna. Can I tell it? She, it's so. Hey, mute yourself, Alaya. Don't nobody talk right now. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna do a quick explanation to Caroline on this problem. Then Mitra. Ha- wait, I don't know if I told it. It doesn't matter. Say it. Okay, um, Caroline, turn your volume down because I can hear you on your computer. <laughs> All right. Um. So. Hey so, guys, stop chatting so much. It's hard to focus when you chat. So there's this girl. Shush, people. <laughs> Please, Alaya. <laughs> okay. So um. Shush. <laughs> so there's like. Please be quiet. That's Sebastian, Emmanuel's brother. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> okay. Um, Let me just tell you a story. Okay, so there's this girl. She lives um, right next to a psycho prison. Um, so she like lived next to like the psycho prison, and um, <laughs> I just see the chat going like pig. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, so there. So she she lives next to this prison with her parents, and. So she's like really, and so but like to make sure that she's like safe and everything. There's like um, a like like a billboard kind of like a like just like a light like on the prison. So like if the light is green, then it means that there are no prisoners out, and you're like safe and everything. Um, like um, if it's yellow, then there might be prisoners out. Um, shush. Um. And um, 
and if it's a red light, then there is definitely prisoners out, and and you should like evacuate the city or something. I don't know. Anyway, um. Anyway, so. She, so her parents are like going out that night because they had like some weird thingy. I don't know what it was like a meeting or something that they had. I don't. I don't know. But they were not gonna be home. Shut up, please. Why? Guys, just be quiet. We can't hear your stories. Stop talking. So, um, so her parents were gone, but she, she was like, she was old enough. She was like going to stay home alone and everything. And she was fine. But before her parents left, they told her, make sure to check the light every 30 minutes just to make sure you're safe. So she says, okay. So, so she goes to like watch TV and she's like sitting in the living room watching TV. After 30 minutes, she goes and checks the light. It's green. She checks the light again. After 30 minutes, it's green. She checks it again, green, but the fourth time she checks it, it's yellow. She goes around the house, locks all the doors, just makes sure she's like safe and everything. And so, and then she goes back to watching her TV. She was a little scared while she was watching it, but after after 30 minutes, she checked the light again. It was still yellow. She checked the light again, still yellow. On the third time she checked it, it turned red. So, so so what she did was she turned off the tv ran all the way upstairs and so the people that live near the prisons they have like these specially trained dogs that when they lick your hand like if they lick it once then there was no one in the house but if they lick it three times then if they lick your hand three times then um there is someone in the house and then you're like screwed. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you could use better words than that. Like you're messed up. Then you're like, yeah, Delilah. You're anyway, um, so there's like the so um um so she was like so she was she like told her dog to come sit next to her. So she and then the dog licked her hand once. There's no one in the house. They licked, she licked her hand once again, once, once, but like there was like a pause between. So then she knew it was only one time that the dog was licking her. Um, and then she, eventually she fell asleep. But in the morning she woke up to a, <laughs> so she went downstairs, looked into the bathroom and her dog was dead on the floor and blood written in the mirror said oh. human could lick too. Oh, <laughs> That's a weird story. We're licking her hand the whole time. The <laughs> That's a creepy story. Okay, Violet, it's uh, you wanted to share something? That just kind of yes. disturbing. Okay. Yes, very disturbing. Come on, guys, mute yourself. I'm a professional. I make this one up all by myself. Hey, stop talking. It's Violet's turn. So it was a dark and stormy night, specifically Halloween night. Um, it was located train school actually. In oh. this area. I don't know what it's called, but in this area. No, like in this specific area that has been Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get yeah. It. So, um what happened is that everyone was doing a ritual. They all brought their Barney stuffed animal toys <laughs> and they put it around the tree in a circle with candles everywhere 
And then they sing, um, have no fear. Redwood tree is here. Have no fear. Have no fear. my song. I don't know. Have no fear. Tomato is here. Have no fear. Have no fear. Woodchip is here. Have no fear. Leaves are here. And they kept singing it. Have no fear. And then they heard murmuring inside the tree. Lightning struck that very moment, murmuring like, I speak for the trees. And then lightning struck. And then they started, were like, where's that murmuring coming from? And then all the candles, like, blew up. Fire circling around the tree, pulling them in closer and closer and closer. And then the tree got struck with lightning. And then there was this weird orange figure floating from the, coming from the sky. Mm. It, and yes, exactly. And, um, he kept on saying, I speak for the trees. And then blah, blah, blah. And then he comes down, he saves everyone. And then they all live happily ever after. Yay! It's the Lord! <laughs> we got time for one more. Uh, let's see. Uh, Caroline? Okay. Yeah. Can you not? <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> So, this week was a, uh, I want, wait, Mr. Glenn, I just sent you an email. Okay. Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. On a Halloween yeah, night, okay. night, a family, it was right. Uh, on a Halloween night, a family went to watch a spooky story, a spooky movie. But during the middle of the um, movie, during the middle of the movie, there was breaking news that a purge has started. The broadcast said that I love purges. Can you? <laughs> I've seen this all over TikTok. Yeah, the broadcast said that I love purges. Hey, shh, quiet. Let her speak. There is a purge. And that you must lock your, you must, there be no rules and you must lock your house and stay indoors. All weapons will be in the grocery stores down Milk Lane. Caroline, <laughs> this is an adult movie I think you're talking about. No, I just, I don't know. The weapons are in the, no, I don't, know. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to be appropriate. I think we're going to pass on that story. That's an adult story. I don't want to hear it. Uh, let's see. Uh, no of the weapons, the Aggie, Aggie's got another story. How can you stay indoors and get weapons at the same time? H, we got two minutes. Go, Aggie. This is one that I actually made up a while ago, but um, once there was a family with an only child who um they were moving to a new house and when they came to the house it was like a big mansion and there was ivy growing all over it so they moved in 
And the next night, the parents wanted to go to a movie. So they left their kid, who was 10, home alone. And they told her that if there was anything that happened for her to call. And so she went around the house looking for something to do. And then she decided to watch a really scary movie. So she watched watched a movie, and in it, um, there was some ivy that went around killing people. (laughs) And she realized that the house had a lot of ivy. So she was a little bit worried. So then she went outside and noticed, and because it was kind of an old house, like really big and old, there was like gas lamps lighting up um, a path to the street. So she could see the ivy clearly, and she kind of noticed that it had grown at least a foot towards the door since she had been outside before. But she decided to go back inside and keep watching other things. So she watched another movie. This one wasn't scary. Um, but it was so boring that she kind of wanted to scare herself again. So she went outside and she noticed that the ivy had grown twice as close as before towards the door. Hmm. Then... Okay, she, I, we gotta get it wrapped up. Okay, it's almost done. So then she went to her room and read for about an hour and a half. So then she went outside because she was still waiting for her parents to come home. And she pushed against the door but it wouldn't open. So she ran to the back door and all the other doors in the house, but they were all stuck. And so she decided to break a window to get outside. So she threw a... She threw one of her dad's boots against the window and it broke. So she ran outside and the whole house pretty much was covered in ivy and above the and hanging next to the door were her parents with nooses around their necks I hope you have a nice weekend I'm, I think we had a little bit of fun today so these are the credits basically in order of appearance um these are the main people who actually like really didn't anything um it's mr glenn the math teacher then aggie so and then it was johnny and then aggie did a story um yeah
and then Vita did a story, and then Delilah did a story. Um, so, and then Violet, who was also, like, doing most of the interrupting earlier. Um, yeah, right? It is freaky. The China doll one is freaky. I, I think Delilah's one was freaky. Anyway, so, after Delilah, it was Violet, and she was the one who did all the interruptions, as well as the weird Lorax story. But, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. So, then, and then... Carolyn <laughs> failed and tried to do one that was too scary, right? And then, um, Aki did another one. And that was it. That was math class. Math class of doom. Anyway. Hope you liked it.